Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Raw Emotion. I'm your host, Derek Chappelle, and today I've got a special guest um, with me, Angela Fernandez. Yes, Fernandez. Fernandez. Thank you. Angela for Fernandez me. Uh, with Raise the Collective. And um, I'm really excited to have you on the show today. Thank you for being here and being a part of this. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, of course. And, um, you know, one of the reasons why I like to bring anybody on the show is really because I like to, um, you know, this, this, this whole, the whole topic of this show is, is kind of based off of raw emotion, right? That's the title of the show. And, and we've discussed this before um, we initially talked, is that emotion, I've come up with an acronym for it, which is energy manifesting outcomes that impact our nature. Wow. And so with that being said, you know, everything that we do in life, you know, is it's going to have some type of emotion involved. Like you can't, you can't really avoid that. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times our emotions can be driving us, you know, subconsciously, right? We're not thinking about, we're not thinking about it all the time. This is just something that just naturally happens. Um, but I think this show is really about kind of bringing awareness to the fact yes. that we do have these emotions that we need to probably, you know, pay a little more attention to. Right. And, but that's just half the battle. You know, once you become aware of your emotions and when they're happening and when they're kind of out of alignment, like, what do you do from that point? We, we don't really get taught these things as kids growing up in school, from our parents. Just typically not something you really discuss. You become an adult and, or even before the adult, you start noticing your emotions, but you don't really feel like you have control over them. So I think that we're taught to suppress them. We're taught not to feel, and it's already, the emotion is in our field. So when we suppress them, we dwindle our field. We cut off our connection to source. Mm. That's, that, yeah, that's, that absolutely makes sense. Very good point. And, and so with that being said, I like to have, you know, people on the show that can kind of give you um, different perspectives, you know, based on their, their either their line of work or, um, you know, kind of experiences, beliefs, things of that nature. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here specifically is because you do something called Reiki. Yes. I am okay. a Reiki master. You're a Reiki master. So is that kind of like a Jedi master? It sounds the same. It and does. it is a Japanese healing technique. So um, Reiki was actually founded by a guy named Makeo Ushi. And he, there's lots of different stories about who he was and what he did. One of my favorite tales is that he was a Christian minister and the kids that he was teaching wanted to know how Jesus was healing people. So he dedicated his whole life to try to find these answers. And eventually he ended up turning to Buddhism, hoping, hoping that enlightenment would clarify this for him and for the kids, you know, how was Jesus healing people? So after 21 days of meditation and fasting, he was gifted with the Reiki symbols 
and he realized that Reiki is the practice that Jesus was doing. And it's a touch, you know, touch to heal modality. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's really, first of all, that's great background information. I didn't, I didn't even know that. So that's really cool information. Um, very interesting because, you know, I always wondered, like, those stories that you hear about Jesus, you know, laying hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've known about Reiki, I guess, for probably about a little over a decade now. And um, I, I was wondering, like, is Jesus just doing Reiki? That just, it sounds like <laughs> my man is just doing Reiki. Right. And that's exactly what it is. It makes sense because he, he laid his hands on the sick. He healed the sick. Now, here's the interesting thing that and, and this is where it gets kind of um, dicey I guess you could say with religion because we all have this capability yes we can tap into this capability yes this ability to heal, absolutely to heal ourselves to heal other people and unfortunately it's been twisted to if you think you have this ability, mm-hmm. then it's it's you're crazy. It's, um, <laughs> I mean, witchcraft. It's yes. Um, you know, the of the occult. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much everything negative and, right. and everything that supposedly Christianity goes against. Right. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, when, because I know, like, not everybody has heard of Reiki, obviously. Like, it's very foreign to most people. But I think it's very important in this day and age, especially. With everything going on in our medical industry, with everything going on with the vid, and um, people questioning their, their doctors, they're questioning yes. the medical advice they're being given, they're questioning the status quo. How do you address that? Well, I think it's important for one to remember that Jesus was a man. He was human. He had the same DNA as us. And I think that it's also important to expand your research because I believe that there was a whole lot of stuff left out of religion. And that was because they wanted control. So they didn't want the individual to know how powerful they don't want us to know how powerful we are because then we don't really need them to instruct us and tell us how to live our lives. So what they did is they put, took the power away from the individual and they gave it to the man, right? To God and Jesus and that is who you worship and that's who you go to for healing. What we forget is that the energy of God or the creator or source flows through us at all times. It, he, however you perceive it to be, is with us and it moves through us. So we can utilize that energy to heal ourselves and other people, to heal the world, really. Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly what it is. And I think that's, um, I think people are starting to wake up to that. I think so. I mean, people are starting to question and, and um, be curious. And, and that's kind of a part of this format, I think, that I'm trying to build here is that to pique that curiosity even more. Right. To just put information out there and not free to take my word or any of the guests' words that are on here, you know, to heart. Like, just listen. Have an open mind. 
Right, and if something piques your interest, research. There's a reason. You know? Yeah, there's There's a reason. reason. So dive into that and see where it takes you. That's right. Climb down the rabbit hole. Yes. (laughs) Or go up the ascension ladder. Or go up the ascension ladder even better. Right. So tell me about um, how Reiki works. Like, first of all, what would be a reason that someone would even begin to um, think that they even need Reiki? Well, I think that everyone can use Reiki, and that's because we encounter so many different people and experiences in our day-to-day life. So we all have an energetic field around our body, right? You may call it the aura, the biofield, the magnetic field. Scientifically, scientifically proven. Yes, scientifically proven and measured, right? So when we come in contact with another person, our fields connect to each other. So what happens is if that person is, you know, not vibing so high, you take your their energy with you. So you can go for a Reiki session to kind of clear other people's what I call density from your field. You can also use Reiki if you're in a state of depression, anxiety, if you have childhood trauma that hasn't really been addressed. So if you're just kind of feeling low, it's a good thing to go get your energy field cleared. Also, if you are sick, if you have chronic illness, if you have a cold, no matter what, it all goes back to energy. And quantum physics has proven that, right? So at the heart of everything, we are energy. So if our energy flow is interrupted, we cannot have a sense of well-being, physically, mentally, emotionally. It's just stagnant. So we start to regress, right? So Reiki's for everyone. Whether you believe in it or not, it works. <laughs> yeah, I. it's kind of like how I feel about the law of attraction. Yes. Uh, the, the analogy I always use when I'm trying to talk to about the law of attraction to people is that um, like the law of gravity you can believe in it or not believe in it but if you jump out of a plane without a parachute you'll find out very quickly it does exist right <laughs> right and and the same thing is happening with law of attraction whether you believe it or you don't believe in it you're attracting you're attracting things all the time everything everything so the same thing Reiki you don't believe in it or you don't or you do either way if you've got some some issues that you're, you're trying to get over and you just can't seem to figure it out I mean prescription pills aren't really the answer I think we all know that by this right. stage in life um why not start opening yourself to other avenues right and though we all are, know that it's hard for a lot of us to let that go because there's a fear about oh if i don't take my medicine what if what if i die you know i know the medicine's keeping me sick but my doctor says i need this um now i've personally i've had many reiki sessions over over the years um i've had reiki sessions where you know you just go in thinking you're getting a regular Reiki session and next thing you know you're bawling your eyes out and you have no idea why yes I've also had the sessions where I've twisted my ankle I've got real weak ankles and I used to play a lot of sports and um, so 
previously when I've twisted my ankles, you know, you go to the hospital, they give you, you know, some bandages or whatever, and they give you some ice and give you some pills, send you on your way. But I remember one Reiki session that I had, and this was, I had twisted my ankle really bad, and she did a Reiki session on it. And within 24 hours, 24 hours, no, no less, no more, 24 hours, my ankle was filling about 90%. Right. Um, and it was a, it was a pretty, like, I couldn't even bear weight on it. <laughs> so, you know, if anyone's ever sprained their ankle, usually you go to bed, wake up the next day and you just know, as soon as you put weight on it, like, it's going to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be hurting, but after having Reiki on it, it was like, wow. And did you twist it again after that? You know, I haven't actually twisted it since then. So when we go into a Reiki session, we actually clear the root cause. So, you know, you said, oh, I have weak ankles, but really it's an emotional trigger. And I can't remember what it is for ankles, but it's it has to do with moving forward in life because it's connected to the root yeah, chakra, right? Is. So if you're feeling kind of stagnant, you may have those reoccurring injuries. But when you received the Reiki, all of the channels were kind of flushed out and all of the, um, you know, everything was reconnected. So now you don't have that problem anymore (laughs) with the ankles. So that's beautiful. So what does a Reiki session look like? Like For someone that's never had the experience of Reiki, what does it look like? What does it feel like? About how long does it take? Okay, well, there's two ways that you can receive a Reiki treatment. One is in person, and the other way is through distance healing. So let's first talk about in person, which is my favorite because it's more intimate. You get to see the person face to face. You get to connect with them. And during my sessions, you get to have that dialogue, right? So you come in to the office and there's a massage table waiting for you and you lay face up. The way that everybody's Reiki is going to be unique and a little bit different, right? So I can only express the way that I practice. So once you're on the bed, I light a few candles and I invite your spirit guides in to assist. And when I say your spirit guides, it's your team, the energy that follows you, right? That guides you, things of that nature. We get some music going and then I start to clear your auric field. After I do that, I open your chakras, and this is all just done with the hands with like a sweeping kind of motion. And then I place my hands on various parts of your body and I channel source energy into your being. Um, It's important again to remember that it's not me who's giving you this energy. I'm channeling it from the heavens, right? Or the cosmos or however you perceive that to be. Um, As far as the recipient, some people may feel warmth, tingles, Um, I've had someone's eyes start rolling into the back of her head and she said it felt like the Holy Ghost was entering her being. Um, Some people bust out in laughter. Some people break down in tears. Uh, Some people don't feel anything at all, but then they have these profound healings happen. So as far as what the experience will be like for an individual, um, you know, it's going to be very unique, but the procedure will be the same. You'll be laying... Um, face up first. Sometimes I have my clients turn over so that I could clear their back if it's necessary. Um, I also incorporate sound healing into some sessions if I'm guiding guided to do so. And um, crystals. 
So there's lots of different things that, you know, uh, we could utilize to get you to where you need to be. Very cool. That gives us a pretty good idea of how, how the session works there. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about, <clears throat> you know, we've been talking this whole show about energy and kind of how it affects everything that we do in our life. And earlier we were talking about surrendering yes, and, and, and releasing. And, um, man, you know, everything that's going on in the world right now, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal time really to be alive. It's really, <laughs> there's, there's never going to be any other time like this right. on the planet Earth. And to think that we chose this. <laughs> yeah, we, we picked this time to come here and experience this, but... A lot of people aren't seeing it that way. Right. Right now, right? Right. Uh, a lot of people are taking on a lot of a lot of um, energy and feelings that don't belong to them. Yes. Would you agree? Oh, I agree. A lot of people are taking on fear and they're letting we, let's say we, um, because we're all one and we're all connected, we're allowing someone else to write our story right to paint the picture for us because you know we turn on the news and everything you see is horror you know you go to the grocery store and everybody's faces are covered so it's fear fear sickness fear sickness you carry that with you right so you have to clear it or you will be sick <laughs> exactly you know so when you come to the table come ready to let go <laughs> Um, I had a conversation, I, was, I think it was on the show about that a couple of months ago. Um, just the news in general and how it affects your energy, how it affects your emotions. Mm-hmm. And, and you carry that to your, in your daily life. And, and you're suppressing most of it. Yes. Because you take all this stuff in and then it's kind of taboo to talk about it. Right. Once you're out in the public, because everybody has such different opinions. But yeah, you're just suppressing it. You have all these worries and fears, and you're wondering if the people around you have the same worries and fears, and now you're worried about what they're worried about. And it just causes more and more worry and angst and anxiety. Right. Like, that energy flows throughout people in your environment. Right. And it puts our body in a toxic state because then we're producing these stress hormones. And for most of us, we don't realize that these, the fight or flight, these stress hormones kick in because back in the day we were running from bears and lions. Now we're sitting at our desk or we're sitting in front of the couch and these toxins are flowing and we don't remove it physically. We don't remove it energetically. So it just sits there and it brews and it brews and it brews disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you think about it if you if you're just constantly posting on you know the news that more people are getting sick, mm-hmm. more people infected today. Yep. Hey, guess what? More people got infected today. Death and destruction. Hey, you know what? More people got infected today. Okay, like literally every day. Yes. Every hour on the hour. Right. You got the little. Um death counts yes uh, the sickness counts like a video game or something up there right 
taking all this on, taking all this in, and you believe it. Right. Well, that's exactly how you manifest things. Yep. Got to believe it. You got to feel it. Exactly. Think about how what you're believing in right now. Think about what you what, what you really believe right now. Is that helping you or hurting you? Exactly. You know. Um, yeah, I've talked to plenty of people that were scared about getting sick. <laughs> they got sick. Exactly. Like every last one of them. Every last one. Yeah, you can't <laughs> you can't hold a, a lower frequency like fear and expect anything else because like attracts like. So if that's what you're vibrating, that's what you will get. So when you come for Reiki, you have the opportunity to re release that frequency. But that's not the only thing that you will be letting go of. Um, for instance, I had a lady I was working with and her life is just kind of a mess right now. You know, uh, love life isn't going so good. She, she hates her job. She feels like she doesn't really have people that she can connect to. And as I'm working on her, I see that there is energetic discord between her and her father. So the spirits had me ask her, are you ready to forgive him? Well, her answer was no. <laughs> so she made the choice to stay where she is, which is in a downward spiral, right? Her health will start to go next, unfortunately, because there are certain aspects that, that need to be released. And, you know, to forgive someone doesn't mean you have to be their friend or call them and say, hey, I, I love you or anything like that. But it's about an energetic release. It's about letting go. It's about surrendering that anger, that fear, whatever the case may be, surrendering it to your higher power so that you can move through life. And quite honestly, I think everything that you mentioned that this client was or is going through is probably what more than half our population is also going through. Yes. Don't like their job, unhappy with their job. Maybe have some relationship problems. And, and or just feeling down about where they're at in life right now. Right. Um, and then you put the fear on top of it. And then you throw fear in there, yeah. Got yourself a little party there. Yeah. A little downer party. <laughs> exactly. Nobody wants to go to those. It's the recipe for destruction or for yeah. illness. So releasing is, is really a big thing that everybody needs to be doing in some way shape or fashion so whether it's through reiki or through you know any other modalities that are out there that are natural homeopathic um i had an acupuncture session uh, actually about a week ago oh beautiful i was having some problem with my jaws my oh. jaw. tmj i believe is a medical thing for uh -huh. it would be locked oh, up I knew it was that. I mean, I, you know, I researched it. I was like, okay, so it, w it was throat chakra, and it was also not. Um, it was like kind of holding some type of uh, like anger mm -hmm. or something, because you know, you, I guess you would clench your clench your teeth, clench your jaw. Right. Well, and we do hold anger in the throat. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't have the acupuncture puncture session done and um it did it did help but i think probably what helped the most was 
realizing how you know how it manifested in the first place mm-hmm. what you needed to let go of what i needed to let go of right and, and once i addressed that my jaw loosened up started acting normal again right and 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 it's funny i would catch myself <laughs> sometimes throughout my day like if i'm you know i'm a real estate agent so you know sometimes it can be stressful i would catch myself with my jaws just in a kind of a what would be a, a supposedly relaxed moment my jaw would be right clench and i would catch myself why is my jaw clenching like that right so it's just little things like that that you kind of become aware about yourself that i think helps you further progress right because the jaw is clenched and you think oh i'm in a state of peace but wait no i'm not so it it's your body's way of telling you dig deeper figure out the root cause of this and it's you know if you stub your toe it, it means something dig deeper any um thing that that comes up in your life it means something so you know follow through with that and figure out what it is so that you can release it and you can heal it and you can come back into a state of balance yeah perfect and that's exactly what reiki will help you do right get yourself back into a state of balance you'll be able to identify essentially with reiki kind of where their trouble areas may lie yes and then you communicate that information to them. Right, so um, I'll share a story with you. One of the first clients that I worked with, she had a benign tumor in her abdomen. It was almost the size of a bowling ball. It was very, very large. And she came in for Reiki and I was able to see um, infidelity. So she'd been cheated on years ago. And her spirit guides were showing me that the resentment of that relationship is what was causing the tumor to remain so we went through with the session and the next day she called me and said that the tumor had moved from one side of her abdomen to the other which was very very strange three months later she wrote a review saying that it was completely gone because during the session she was able to forgive her ex and she was able to let go of the resentment so when you do that your body falls into alignment had she not done that, maybe that tumor would have went from benign to cancerous. You know, we don't know. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I think it definitely would. I mean, when you when you notice a health problem like that, and you constantly focus, you know, thoughts that aren't helpful, you just cause more and more, and cause it to grow and spread. Exactly. Now, how many sessions of Reiki did you do with her? One. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> that was after one session. So it's all about how willing are you to let go? I'll share another story with you. I had a client come in and she was on the verge of going blind. I can't remember the name of the disease that she had, but her doctor was adamant about surgery. She had had one emergency surgery before she came to me and he said that it didn't work. So I'm kind of skeptical of, you know, Western medicine a little bit. So as I'm working on her, I was like, I'm not really seeing that. Well, then I got to her feet and all of the lights turned off right in my third eye. And the message was, if you do not connect to spirit, you will lose your sight. So we continued to work together. And you mentioned acupuncture. 
So I also sent her to an acupuncture specialist. She was working with the two of us for about two months, one week with me, one week with the acupuncture specialist. So when she went in two months later for her second surgery, they went through, did the x-rays or whatever testing they did, and the doctor was shocked because the surgery was no longer needed. She completely healed. Now, the issue with this particular client is that she wasn't as ready to let go. So the Reiki and the acupuncture healed the physical illness. However, she ended up manifesting COVID. She ended up twisting her ankle. So there's this, you know, you can clear one thing, but something else is going to pop up if you're not willing to surrender, if you're not willing to let go. And the guides let us know what it was she needed to let go of, and she wasn't ready to do that, you know, because sometimes they'll say, hey, dump your boyfriend, quit your job, you know, stop smoking cigarettes, whatever the case may be. And if you're not willing to take action, yes. (laughs) So some people want to come for Reiki just so that they could keep, um, you know, they clear the field and then, you know, they come in every time they're sick. They don't want to heal the root cause. If you think about it, you can kind of um, (laughs) relate that to, uh, you know, the religious thing where you go and ask for forgiveness for your sins, right? You do all this bad stuff on the weekend, and you go ask for you know, forgiveness. And you get forgiven for your sins, then you go out so you can do some more, some more damage. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> stop doing things that need to be forgiven. Right? Right. Um, let go of what does not serve you, because if not, you can heal one illness, and something else will pop up um, in a different way, in a different form, until you release it, whatever it may be. And, you know, that goes the same with relationships too, right? Absolutely. You can repeat the same patterns, right? You just, you're dating. You find that you're getting yourself in the same situations with different people. It's because it's something that you haven't fixed yet. There's something that's exactly needs to be addressed. It could be a belief, you know. Um, I believe that all men are cheaters and then I keep getting cheated on. You know what I mean? If you hold that. Um, so it's really about self-awareness, you know, and so it would break your... to be able to help with something like that, you know, because it, it does work for y- your mental as well. Yes, mental space. absolutely. Um, it could like prep you to release the things, right? Because there's so much light that's poured into you during a session. You've got to be really, really, really holding on to that thing, right? To not move forward. Some people are like that, but um, generally you're going to learn what it is that you need to let go of and you're going to be asked to release it. Then you have a decision to make. So they'll tell you, hey, that thing that happened when you were five, that's why you have bad relationships. So if you're willing to let go, forgive that person, whoever it was that hurt you, you can manifest better relationships. And, um, you know, right now I've seen it go either way. It's about 50-50 but it's beautiful because people are coming, they're exploring, and I'm planting seeds, right? And then, so tell me just a little bit about how the distance Reiki works, because you know a lot of the people that listen to the podcast probably won't be in the area necessarily, but how does something like that work, and is it as effective? Okay, so yes, it is just as effective. And when you think of distance healing, I want you to think of quantum physics, Quantum physics has proven that you can change one aspect of matter and 
the other aspect changes. So everything's a hologram, right? You change one part of the hologram, the whole thing changes. So that's kind of the energy that we tap into when we're doing a distance healing session. For me on my end, I go into meditation and I scan the field and I find your energy. It'll show up in my third eye and I will just connect with you there. Um, I often ask for like a picture of you and your space. That way I can kind of hone in on your energy. And then I just channel it directly to you. Um, I do this with my Wi-Fi and my phone off, right? Airplane mode. That way there's no like frequency interferences because I'm hypersensitive to those things. But I do have a headset and I talk into it as I am finding or receiving these insights. So you get just as many insights as you do when you're on the table. The only difference is that we don't get to talk about it in real time. So when you're on the table, I'm going to tell you what's coming through. We can chat about it while you're on the table. For distance healing, you'll receive a recording afterwards and you can listen to that recording. Oftentimes they end up being meditations which is really cool because then you can utilize that and it's going to bring you back into the frequency of the session. So you can use it as a healing modality on its own, just a recording. And, and so what's the, um, what, what is that your client of yours typically doing on their end? Are they just, are they just laying down or are they sitting? Yeah. I um, ask that they lay or sit in a comfortable position and they close their eyes. And if they feel like they want meditation music, that's great. If not, they can just sit in silence. I've also worked on people while they're sleeping. Really? Yeah. Cause some people, they can't seem to fit into the time frame, right? Or they're really busy. They jump out of bed, they go to work. And then by the time they get home, there's no time. So um, in that case, I'll work on them while they're sleeping. And there's actually a lot less resistance for me yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so you're, how do people get a hold of you? They want to inquire more about Reiki or so you can email me at Angela Fernandez at raisethecollective.com. You could go to the website, www.raisethecollective.com. And there's also a social media site, uh, Facebook and Instagram. And there's also a YouTube channel. Uh, the YouTube channel is just a portal of information. So if you want to learn more about awakening, healing, anything spirit, um, you could go there and watch the videos. And it's very informative. That's awesome. Uh, well, listen, that has been a load of great information. And I encourage anybody that hasn't tried Reiki to um, at least inquire about it, look into it. Absolutely. And, and just see if it resonates with you. Um, I think it will because we, we all need it. Right? Yes. And, and, and your higher self is going to help you recognize that. Right. Um, so, Angela Fernandez, raisethecollective.com, Reiki master, intuitive light worker. You are an amazing being, amazing light on this earth. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you Shine. so much. And, um, Thank you for coming on the show today and, and really just kind of educating everybody on on this uh, modality that's really been around since ancient times. Yes, right? it has. Thank you so much for having me. I am very grateful to be here and for your time and energy as well. And we'll do it again. Yes, 
I hope to. Yes. All right. Uh, again, this has been another episode of Raw Emotion. I'm your host, Derek Chappelle. Uh, we are here today with uh, Angela Fernandez with Raise the Collective. Have a good one. And until next time.